evening to you from... Excuse me. Shh! I'm chatting with God. Sorry about that. Evening to you from me. The pronoun and Tony the noun. Nice and tidy words can be. Pronouns and nouns and verbs and adverbs, subjunctive. Are you impressed? Don't be, stop it. Words, they tumble and bumble and drip spew as I exhale during our chats. Did you know, I think, words are like, well, they're like fish. When you hold a word tight, it wiggles to get free. And so best not to own a word, but catch and release it back into the world. Shh, quiet. Now, where is my rambling going? Somewhere, for sure. Doesn't it always, God? Don't answer that. No doubt you've heard that words can kill, right? And they can, psychologically. Words thrown like sharp knives on the playground can cause a child to burst into tears. And when the tears dry up, what can be left is an invisible scar. Ugh, well, that's better. Many years ago, I was with my niece at a supermarket. She stopped me, pulled on my shirt, and pointed to a woman in the checkout line. You see her? I nodded. She was so mean to me in kindergarten. She was always saying things to make me cry. Now, my niece, at the time, God was 40, and she still remembered this kindergarten trauma. So, I am slowly moving my way into the pool. So, so what do I mean by that? Well, listen, what I've been talking about kind of is like the power of words, but that's not really what I want to chat to you about. I just need to get warmed up and talk about something related to give me time to say what is really giving me a mental rash. I want to talk about... I want to talk about, well, the actual physical act of killing. I know not exactly what I've been yabbering about. Okay, here it is. I need to deconstruct this fear that I have killed my mother. Yes, yes, you heard me. I have killed my mother. And look, am I being dramatic? Am I having a psychological emergency and should I hang up talking with you and call a hotline? Well, the answer to both questions is no, with a heaping sigh of maybe. You see, when I am working, or now it seems chatting, there's a fly often that decides to, to park itself. You know, hang out. Then it will reverse out of park and buzz around and around and around until I built up such an intense urge to kill. And well then, I act on this urge. I have killed. Now, sometimes I have to admit, these flies can be occasionally pleasant. I mean, they simply want to land and visit, sometimes on my keyboard. I look at the fly and I think, ugh, another frustrated writer. And then, and then, I think more deeply. What if, what if my mother has come to visit me? Where did it come from? I mean, I start to swirl on my head, but when you miss those who physically left you so long ago, irrational ways are brought forward. Anything is brought forward so you can hope to be with them again.
Once this dudnik idea plants itself like a fly, it buzzes around and around inside me, and it overcomes me. I stop, and I look, and I start chatting with my mom. I mean the fly. I mean, well, you know what I mean. Soon, though, my hallmark stupor clears, and I start to separate my feelings from reality, like one does with an egg. You know, yolk over here and gooey white stuff over there. And then, well, the spell is broken, and the fly once again begins to buzz and buzz and buzz. Well, you know how I feel and how I want this story to end. La mouche est mort. I stare at it on its backside, its little legs stiff, pointing towards heaven, and I start to panic. What if that was my mother? What if she was simply, sweetly, trying to pay me a visit, and this is how I treat her? Perhaps this is a good reason to follow Jainism, where one is prohibited from killing anything that is living. You know, they even wear a veil or a mask over their mouths so they don't accidentally swallow a bug or a fly. But I am a realist, not a Jainist, and so I carry out the assassinations. They fly no more. And I go through stages of existential swampery. Oh, poor fly. Oh, poor mother. How wonderful, though, not to hear this horrid buzzing anymore. Well, it's a very short, you know, stages of, uh, of grief there. And the stages, well, they move quickly. And then I gather up that fly and a tissue or with my hand. I dispose of it in the wastebasket. And, well, back to work. I have killed. And I'm moving on. Sort of. I mean, this nagging feeling, though, however, sometimes diesels in my mind for quite some time. And even though I can absolve myself of killing my mother because there's no proof it is my mother, but still, I still, it's still stuck with the clear, callous actions that I've taken the fly's life. Sometimes I look at the fly and I want to kill because I can't. I mean, I say to the fly as I look at it, I could kill you where you perch, but I will let you be. For a brief moment, I feel I have made a celestial deified decision. I, who lord over you, will do you no harm. Tell the fly families near and far that I can be merciful. Is that about right, God? Is that how you behave when the life of a living creature is in the balance? You have killed not just one, but quite a few. Do you see us as flies swat it and move on? There are more where that one came from. Huh? Do you tell yourself that you have never killed? Oh, not by my hand. I set the game in motion and players die. Refer to the rules. I have nothing more to say on the topic. And wait a minute. Who cares? If reincarnation is a part of your game, then swat away. Swat. Come back to life. Swat. See you again. Welcome back. Death, then, is a semicolon. That's all. The sentence truly never ends. We are independent and dependent on which is before us and ahead of us. My mother comes back briefly as a fly is killed and comes back again as another fly or a spider. Is, but is that justification to kill her? I mean, she is my mother, regardless of the form she takes. And if that truly is my mother, and maybe she's accompanied other times by other flies, who could be my father or my mother-in-law? I mean, should I bring them sweets and catch up on what is going on in my life? No. No, 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 no. Mother or no mother, you are annoying and you must go. Maybe, maybe it's not my mother. I mean, the fly actually could be a fucking annoying relative who I get great pleasure out of smashing its winged body into an unrecognizable stain. And there are a few whose names I won't mention. 
as my mind stops tumbling in the end, I suppose I have to assume that the possibility existed. I have killed my mother over and over again. Will saying I'm sorry help? Maybe I should blame you, God. You have killed and so being in your image, so can I. The problem with that rationalization is that, well, you also create life. Lots of it. <laughs> Wait a minute. I can too. The bank of sperm is open for business until it closes for good. Oh, God. Please stop me before I choke on my own words. I am not you. I should not kill any living thing with a holier-than-thou attitude. I have the power to kill, so I will. That is unholy. So what is the solution? Allow my mom or other relatives to invade my workspace, annoy me, and ignore it? Or do I need to kill my mom to, to get some peace of mind? Well, here comes the fly. Hi, Mom. Hey, Mom. Come here, Mom. Come here. Come here. Come on. Sit on my lap. Fuck that. Well, God, this reminds me of a song. <laughs> Actually, a very old song. Shoe fly, don't bother me. Shoe fly, don't bother me. Wait, I know you. How can this be? Shoe fly, are you my mother? Those plump wings, those focused eyes, those hairy legs, what a surprise. The constant chatter, it must be Mom, and I'll kill you. Shoe fly, don't bother me. Shoe fly, don't bother me. I think I know who the fuck you be. Wait a minute. You are my mother. Son will be 
Well, God, time for me to go to bed. Now, that was a fly, right? I mean, I didn't really kill my mom, did I? I mean, boy, there's a little Greek story there, huh? All right, just a fly, it's just a fly. And if it is you, Mom, I'm sorry. I love you very, very much. Anyway, I'm going to bed. Good night, God. Night, Mom. Love you. Rest.